Well, since you just picked this place out of a hat, my brother is dead. That girl's entire fucking family is dead. What, were they psychos, or...? They look like psychos? Is that what they look like? They were vampires. Psychos do not explode when sunlight hits them. I don't give a fuck how crazy they are. Clooney, Tarantino, Keitel, vampires? From Dusk Till Dawn, coming up next on the Couch Brotato podcast. I figured we would do this since, uh, Lucas, I don't know, man. We've been pretty... Uh, Pretty popular for brand new podcasters, man. I think we just crossed 125 uh, listens so far. Isn't that amazing? Like, we thought we were going to have three fans and they were all going to be our family members. And now we have people in Europe listening to us. Yeah. Uh, we've uh, stormed uh, Europe now. We, we got fans in Russia, which don't, we're not interfering in an election. We're not Russian plants. We're born and bred <laughs> in the good old US of A. Speak for yourself. All right, well, uh, this is the first Halloween episode and the last official episode of this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> here comes the FBI. Yeah, they're actually right in front of my house now. Um, but, uh, yeah, we figured we would do a special Halloween episode. This is going to come out like we do every other week, but this one's going to be like right before Halloween. So that's kind of cool. And plus, this is a movie you've never seen before. So this is going to no, be no. fun. Yeah, I'm excited about it, too, because uh, I've had a couple people tell me, like, I can't believe you haven't watched that, and this movie's great, so we'll see. I believe them, but we'll see. Uh, actually, uh, I brought in a special guest, too. That is correct, and uh, she's one of our favorites, one of our biggest fans, as a matter of fact. Yeah, she's also the uh, most beautiful listener we've got. Yeah, absolutely. I think so. Well, yeah, uh, Tina. You are also very beautiful. You are the other beautiful uh, listener. Not that no one else is ugly, but... but I'm, we're ugly as shit. Oh, yeah. So this special guest raises the beauty level 10 levels. Yeah, uh, this person actually said that uh, I look like Danny Trejo got stung by a bunch of hornets. So <laughs> Oh man! So, Danny Trey, if you're listening, my uh, our special guest thinks you're better looking than I am. But uh, well, we've got my wife Jen on the show. Jen, how are you doing? Good evening, comrades. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm well. How are you all doing? All right, cool with the comrades shit. There's seriously, there's a van parked right in front of our house right now <laughs> listening to us. I mean, I uh, you guys talked about Russia, so I felt like I had to say that. Well, that joke would have been funny like five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's serious now. And I also never said that you look like Danny Trejo that got stung by a beat. By hornets. Stung, oh, hornets. Hornets. Murder hornets? No, the, not murder hornets. Oh. Jesus Christ. She's taking it to the next level. She wants you no, dead. No, <laughs> actually, they did find a murder hornet nest in Washington State. I just read that in the news today, so... Yeah, it actually, the article said, uh, get ready for the slaughter surge, I think it's what it said. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's what we should call this I, show going forward, the slaughter surge. I had that on my I, 2020 I bingo card for July, not October, so they're a little behind the times, but oh well. Well, on moving on, <laughs> <laughs> um, tonight we're going to watch uh, From Dusk Till Dawn. Um, 
Lucas, you want to – should we give them the tail of the tape? Are we calling it the tail of the tape or just like the stats? Or what do you want to uh, call this? Uh, I like the tail of the tape. Uh, you know, it, it, it fits. Yeah, it kind of gives it a sports feel since we're sports fans. That's true. I am very much a sports fan. You are very much a sports fan. Jen, and Jen, you a sports fan? I follow along with whatever Russ is watching. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Hey, but I do enjoy the Reds. That I do enjoy. Um, well, getting uh, to the tale of tape uh, from dusk till dawn was released on January seventeenth, nineteen ninety six. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes score of sixty two percent. Uh, budget nineteen million dollars, and it brought home fifty nine million. A pretty profitable venture, I'd say. Not a bad haul. I would take that. Yeah, I would too. I mean, like any movie I'd make would be, I would take fifty nine million. Um, I, I would take any kind of million. To yeah. be honest with you, six six zeros. I'm good. Yeah. Um, this movie stars George Clooney, uh, Quentin Tarantino, Harvey Keitel, Juliette Lewis, Salma Hayek, Fred the Hammer Williamson, Cheech Marin, and Tom Savini. <laughs> And uh, it was directed by Robert Rodriguez, who did the Desperado series, uh, El Mariachi, uh, Desperado, uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. I believe he did uh, the Battle Angel Alita, amongst other films. And he did uh, Planet Terror, too, when him and Tarantino did uh, the Grindhouse double feature. Which we are both big fans of. Yeah, we should try to do that at some point. I mean, that's probably a two-parter, but... That movie's awesome. That whole concept was awesome. It was kind of sad that it kind of flopped at the box office when it did. But Yeah, that was too bad. Yeah. All right, well, we've got the tail of tape knocked out of the way. Lucas, do you want to go ahead and get ready to count us down? I do. Now, um, I'm not sure all the streaming services that you can find it on, but we are uh, watching this one on Vudu. So you can get it on there. You can rent it or you can buy it. Yeah, right now uh, it's not currently streaming for free anywhere, but, I mean, that's always subject to change. You can always rent or buy this on any, wherever you get your digital movies. Uh, Pop in a DVD or Blu-ray. Or if you're, like, really old, uh, I believe this one's still on VHS. Oh. I mean, if that's your... (laughs) But if you're listening to a podcast and you've got a VHS player, then... I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. I don't, think you're right. listening to, I don't think you're listening to a podcast if you've got a VHS player. Let's just put it that way. I don't think – well, unless you accidentally stumbled upon us, which uh, – welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, welcome to this shit show. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to count us down. You ready? Ready whenever you are. All right. In three, two, one, play. Oh, I got the volume up on this. Yeah, I was going to say, I can hear that pretty well. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? We generally watch them on uh, mute with subtitles so we can talk so. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's a good thing we know how to read. <laughs> but, um, barely, I mean, but we know how to read. Well, I'm new at all this, so I'm just making sure that I'm doing it right and all that good stuff. You're already doing it right. Okay. You're already better than us. I don't know about all that. Yeah, just keep an eye out for her new show. Yeah. Debuting soon. Yeah. <laughs> I'll call it A Tale of Two Dogs. Not a bad name, really. 
Hey, Benny's World of Liquor. Also not a bad name. True. I am uh, I am getting liquored up myself, so. Yeah, actually, uh, Jen is too. I think I'm the only person that's not getting liquored up. I mean, I'm not per se getting liquored up. I'm just drinking a beer. She's like eight deep already. She's good. I am not. <laughs> it's only four. And, and this- four, I'd be fucking passed out watching this. You guys <laughs> hear me snoring. <laughs> Slip in a little fun fact here while we're at Benny's uh, World of Liquor. Uh, Michael Parks, the uh, actor in the cowboy hat, um, plays uh, Texas Ranger Earl McGraw. Um, he's actually featured in uh, the Grindhouse double feature we talked about earlier. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's in both of those. He plays uh, Barley Shelton's dad in uh, Planet Terror. And in Death Proof, when Kurt Russell kills uh, Rose McGowan, and uh, him and his son are walking through the hospital trying to figure out, you know, like basically they know he killed her, but they can't prove it. Yeah. So, am, am I crazy here? Is this uh, this guy drinking a beer while he's on the, while he's on the clock? He is. I mean, not I just, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say. I imagine this is very much. Uh, I'm assuming they're in Texas. I'm assuming that's exactly how it is in Texas. Yes, he is a Texas Ranger. That's how Texas Rangers roll. At least I'm guessing they do. I only know about Texas Rangers from what I know in the movies. So I'm True. guessing that they can just pull out, grab a beer whenever they want. That guy looks familiar, too, the one behind the counter. Yeah, that's uh, John Hawks. Uh, you probably will know him. Um, did you ever watch Eastbound and Down? Yes. That's uh, Kenny Powers' brother. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. It is? Mm-hmm. Wow, he looks different. Yeah, a little bit. Just, I mean. Working the counter of a liquor store will change a man. He looks like a guitar player for a 90s band. Oh, I'm sure he is. He's probably like the fourth player in Lit. (laughs) There's a throwback. Planting the seeds for uh, who you're going to get introduced to shortly. This is intense. You don't fuck with Earl McGraw. Don't do it. Oh, I won't. That hat means business. I'm sure he does, too. I mean, when you say we'll get him, I mean, you have to take that seriously. You know, I feel bad (laughs) for whoever's going to buy that six-pack. Like, it's going to be one short. (laughs) Right. The cop just doesn't care. Fuck it.
Now we're introduced to the Gecko Brothers. These are the guys that Earl McGraw was just talking about a second ago. Right. You know, I, uh, I'd i probably be uh, too busy admiring how handsome George Clooney is if he was pointing a gun at me to really be scared. I'm starstruck right now. <laughs> He's so dreamy. I just can't get over the fact by how little gray he has in his hair. I mean, which tells you how long ago this movie was. Was this 96? Right. 1996. That- oh, Actually, okay. he was in uh, ER when this came out. He was in that show. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Yeah, this is his first starring role. Really? Well, got- Interesting. So, uh, my, my mom and my sister used to watch ER all the time. So, uh, i tell you what. He was a... I'm pretty sure he was a pediatrician in that show. This is the type of doctor I want, want you know, taking care of my kid right here. What the fuck happened to him? He went from being a pediatrician to he's like robbing fucking banks and hold liquor store clerks up. <laughs> Times are hard. <laughs> I guess. Recession's a motherfucker. Jen. Yes. Be cool. Always. Be cool. Always. That's what he told them. I know. Don't tell Earl McGraw they're there. I've seen I've seen this movie, man, three or four different times probably. Maybe more than that. If I can <laughs> age myself a bit, I've seen this movie in movie theaters. Ooh, I did not. I think I was, yeah. too, I was too young to see this in movie theaters. My mom would have never let me see this in 96. Yeah, I think I would have been nine. Oh, fuck. <laughs> he's dead. Oh, shit. I forgot, like, he just, they kill him, like, right away. I forgot about that. Shit. Now, did they kill him, too? Let the movie unfold. Oh, okay, my bad. I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. Jesus. Quentin Tarantino is a fucking killer. Yeah, he's a touch unhinged in this. A touch? A touch. Mm. So you're telling me you had that gun hidden in there the whole time? You just now pull it out? We had to get the safe opened up to get it. Something tells me, like, having a gun battle inside of a liquor store just sounds like a bad idea. Yeah. Or somebody, well, yeah, because if somebody gets shot and then they shoot the liquor bottle, that's going to hurt. I thought most liquor stores kept a gun, like, right under the counter, not necessarily in a safe. And I thought most of the time, at least with a lot of movies, it's a shotgun. It's not... Yeah, that's that's right. Like they have a like it's a huge shotgun, and this guy's just got like a pistol. He needs an upgrade. It's a big ass handgun, though. It is. Fuck, that's cold blooded. It's <laughs> one way to take somebody out. Oh, and they they blew up the lava lamp too. Not cool, guys. Not cool. 
See, that guy is such a badass. He's trying to defend the liquor store even while he's on fire. Right. I don't know what they're paying him at this place, but, man, I don't know if I was on fire that I would be uh, trying to save my job like that. No, not at all. He dead. Yeah. You gone. I think he's just a little bit dead. Okay, so just this is this is turned into a music video with all the explosions on the outside. Well, you know you're a badass when you can walk away from an exploding building and not even flinch. Yeah, just continue your argument. And that guy is definitely dead now. It's not just a little dead. It's a lot dead. Yeah, he's he's fucking gone. Yeah. Goodbye, John Hawks. Dimension Films actually was a. Uh, Offshoot of Miramax, which is not even in business anymore. It's the Harvey oh, really? Weinstein production uh, company. Which yeah, we all know Harvey sense. Weinstein's like a huge, huge piece of shit. And I have to say, fuck that guy. Yeah, he's gross. This also has a pretty killer soundtrack if you like... Um, like Texas rock, like ZZ Top and stuff. It, they've got a lot of that style of music in this, too. Uh, fun fact for you, I do like ZZ Top. <laughs> well, well, well. That is a fucking fun fact. <laughs> I also like Danny Trejo. Who doesn't? He instantly huh. makes every movie better. Right. That's how I ride in my car, too, with my foot out the window. Yeah, I thought I seen you doing that the other day when and you left. Popping a beer with a co-passenger with a hole in his hand. That was fucking smooth too. He just straight up uh, popped that pill in his mouth, popped the lid off that thing. Yeah, hardcore. I mean, who? Needs, if I get hurt at work. That's what I do. Who needs medication? Who needs medication or bandages when you have beer and duct tape? Well, that's actually our first aid kit at work. It's just a oh. bottle of whiskey and, like, duct tape. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> I don't know if you guys caught that, but Quentin Tarantino actually wrote this movie, too. Oh, he did? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah, he uh, was originally going to direct it, but he wanted to concentrate on uh, the role of Richie. So he passed it off to Robert Rodriguez, which those two are pretty, pretty tight. They do a lot of stuff together. Honestly, this seems like a uh, Quentin Tarantino film. Yeah, you can tell he wrote it. Yeah. Now, is that the same car that was in Pulp... Not Pulp Fiction. Yeah, Pulp Fiction. No. No? Okay. I don't think that old man expected to be talked to like that. <laughs> he looked fucking mean. Like, that's the prototypical mean old man. Right. He's seen a lot of shit in his life. Well, he was interrupting his piss break. <laughs> Probably. guess so. I don't know if you've ever seen an old man come out of the bathroom, but, man, they look like they've been in a fucking war. For sure. Well, yeah, because it's like it takes them forever to get it out. Right. 
You know, actually, uh, George Clooney wasn't the first choice to play Seth in this. Like, there was actually quite a few actors that were considered for this. As in who? Oh, yeah. Uh, Antonio Banderas. Uh, Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Michael nah. Madsen. Nah. Tim Roth. John Travolta. What? Christopher Walken. Jeff Goldblum. James Woods. And Robert De Niro. I gotta be honest with you. I would have loved to have seen Jeff Goldblum just be a total douchebag in a movie like this. Now, 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 now you be cool. Be, 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 be cool. Be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Those Goldblums are awful. By I, the way, I love Jeff Goldblum, so I I would have been happy to see Jeff Goldblum in this. I personally would have been okay if James Woods was Seth Gecko. Because yeah, James I mean, Woods is a touch unhinged, too. So I don't know how him and Tarantino would have worked together. Like two crazy-ass brothers, but I'd, I'd see it. I would. I mean, I would really buy that. I would, too. I don't remember whether uh, John Carpenter's Vampires had come out before or after. I think it came out after this. So I know we may have not gotten that cinematic classic if he would have done this movie true man i love that movie that movie is one of those just it was like the director was like i just want you to act batshit crazy because you're losing your mind over vampires hold my beer (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah i guess uh I was just uh, looking on my phone doing uh, my ace research for this. Apparently, the actors that were mentioned turned it down due to scheduling conflicts, so there was a possibility it could have happened except for Travolta. He was apparently too good to play a bank robber for Robert, Robert Rodriguez, yeah. Is it because there's not a lot of – like I don't know if there isn't any dancing in this, but is it because there was no dancing – well, he opted to do uh, Pulp Fiction instead. So I think he oh, made the right call. Well, yeah, never mind. He was epic in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Lucas, since you're a supervisor now at our, our place of employment, that should be the speech that you're giving all the new people. Just like hold a gun and just tell them <laughs> that they need to do what you say. And if they don't, you've got six friends that will run faster than they do. <laughs> well, so here's the only problem: I can't, I can't sit that close to somebody to threaten them. So, oh yeah, I forgot we're uh, in COVID. So no, you can't. Right. I mean, you have to do it six feet away. Just use, just yell loudly or use a megaphone. It'll work. I actually think being soft-spoken sounds like more menacing, though. That's true. Can you can you be soft-spoken but carry your voice? I got six friends that can run faster than you. There you go. I just shit my pants just now. See? (laughs) It's all about the tone. (laughs) I tell you what, that scene, though, uh, George Clooney looked legitimately crazy. And this is where we find out Quentin Tarantino's character is really creepy. And then some. And then some, yeah. 
I don't blame her for wanting to stay in there either. Yeah. Never a good idea when the man with a bullet hole comes uh, inviting you onto the bed. Past the bed, like, come on, have a seat. That's just creepy. He's got blood all over his hand. He's got duct tape on his hand. You can see in the corner there, like, in the shot of the, the doorway, there's a chair. I was just like, can I just sit here? Right. I mean, I'm not going anywhere. Right here with this briefcase? Oh, that you're talking about in the room? Yeah. Yeah. Man, there's a guy that I haven't seen in anything in a long time as Harvey Keitel. Great actor, but like he hasn't been in really much in the last like at least seven or eight years. That's just kind of like this, uh, the young lady right there. What is her name? Juliette Lewis. Yeah, but I haven't really seen her lately either. No, she uh, she pops up and stuff from time to time, but yeah, she like both of these two were like in just about all the seminal 90s movies at one point. I was going to say, I recognize her from a lot of the 90s stuff. Well, and the guy that plays the son in this, I don't think I've ever seen him in anything else besides this movie. No, Not this is this of. is his biggest role. I, oh. I didn't even bother to research his name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's so insignificant. I'm sure he's a great person, but like in the grand scheme of things. I just can't believe how young Juliette Lewis looks. I mean, I guess she probably would have been in, what, her early 20s, late teens in this, oh, probably? what, 96? Yeah. Well, let me just do a little bit of research here. I mean, she was in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and I know she was super young in that. I wasn't prepared so. to answer... Juliet Lewis age questions tonight. Oh, well, my bad. Well, she well was, damn it, Russ, why not? She was born in 73, so she's, yeah. what, 47? So she would have been 23 in that movie. Hmm. Super young. And since it was asked, I might as well, since Jen, you're the, uh, you're like the voice of the audience tonight. Hmm? You have the questions that like, I'm sure our audience is asking. What about her age? Well, that and the, the, the kid. Oh, I was just curious because I, I had no clue who he is. I just don't recall seeing him in anything else. Am I asking the wrong questions? Uh, no, not at all. Okay. I just now I just I feel bad for this guy. I didn't oh. name him in like when I was talking about who oh. was in this movie. I get, I'm giving you a guilt trip that you didn't intend on having. Is that what it is? He's going to send us a nasty email later. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, motherfucker! I was wait, in this wait, movie. wait, wait. You're telling me that somebody from a movie is going to email us? I don't think so. <laughs> well, first off, his name is Ernest Liu. Ernest Liu. Okay. And on um, Wikipedia, like. You know how they have like a link that you can click on like an actor's name and it'll tell you like their biography and like what they've been in. He doesn't even have that, so. Oh, so this is his only role? Perhaps? I'm sure he's been in some stuff. Mm. 
too. But this is his biggest role then of his film career, perhaps. Correct. This is like his. Gotcha. Uh, this is his Shawshank Redemption. That's another good movie. It doesn't have anything to do with uh, what we're watching, though. Speaking of John Travolta, there's Mrs. John Travolta, the late Kelly Preston. Wait, she passed away? Yeah, she died earlier this year. She had cancer. Oh, 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 oh. Mm. See, this has been like, uh, 2020 to me has been like seven years instead of ten months long. So, I, I can't even keep track with everything that's happened this year. That mugshot of Quentin Tarantino just reeks of creepiness. It also looks like Quentin Tarantino got that from public record. It looks like he was actually arrested and that's his real mugshot. Tell you what though, this reporter seems really happy that that lady got run over. <laughs> I was I was just going to say that like for for what what she's talking about, the subject matter, it's like just She's just thrilled to be reporting on it. <laughs> right. I like, I like how the count's going up like it's uh, like some game show. Right. Look, right. They, they've killed this many people now. Woo! <laughs> You've seen Nightmare on Elm Street, haven't you? Lucas, have you seen Nightmare on Elm Street? I don't know. Oh, you asked yeah, me or Lucas? I have. Lucas. Oh, okay. There's Nancy's dad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. He's he also an Enter cop. the Dragon. He played the cop in Nightmare on Elm Street, too, mm -hmm. though. Well, that's Nancy's or a dad. Cop. Yeah. Well, and, but he was a cop, right? Yeah. Okay. There's a little nod to uh, Pulp Fiction right there, Big Kahuna Burgers. Mm. And if Samuel L. Jackson's character is to be believed, those are tasty burgers. Ugh. I don't think I'd eat that hamburger now. It's a bit bloody. Jesus, like how big of a fucking bite do you need? He kept shoving that thing in his mouth. Seth looks a little shocked right here. <laughs> you know who this guy, you know who he reminds me of, Quentin Tarantino's character? Who's that? Travis, who we used to work with. Yeah, he kind of does. Like, IQ of probably in the the 80s like you're probably afraid to say the wrong thing to him because you're like he might be walking out of work one day and he's going to be waiting with his truck and like, right. he has to just hit the gas he's gonna come right at you or worse and just kind of has that far off crazy look in his eye mm -hmm. 
thing that gets me is Quentin Tarantino's characters just eating a burger like it's no big deal. <laughs> that, that's like, I think, the creepiest thing of all. Yeah, that's a, it's a little weird. Yeah, for sure. No wonder he's fucked up. He just got slammed against the wall, and his brother's like, hey, let me give you a hug. Now, in my defense, when my brother and I got into arguments, that's how we interacted from time to time. If I do okay. something, I'd, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And, like, get aggressive, and then, like, we'd hug it out. Yeah, but, I mean, your situation was a lot different than that, That's too. true. We didn't go on a murderous rampage across exactly. the, the, the Southwest. Exactly. Well, why not? Because I, wanted to, I knew back then that I wanted to do a podcast with my future. <laughs> I want to do a podcast episode of From Dusk Till Dawn with my best friend and my wife. Man, I tell you what. That's what stopped. What are the lottery numbers coming up? <laughs> For sure, right? We can just all quit our jobs and live on lottery money and do podcasting full time. Sounds like a plan to me. I'm down. Whoa. If I had a dollar for every time I've seen Jen do that to somebody, I'd have a dollar. What? What's that? <laughs> what? What part? Stand in front of somebody's moving car with like just a beer in your hand. Oh, yeah. That, I just do that on a daily basis. Well, I That's said that if so I had a dollar for every time you've done that, I'd have a dollar. Oh, a dollar. I don't think I've ever done that. When I, have I ever done that? Quit being modest. Oh, geez. I don't, I don't ever recall doing that. So everyone is aware... Russ is telling fibs. I seriously think we've watched like maybe five minutes of this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I've been watching it. I hope you have. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I've also drank a lot of this liquor, so. (laughs) I'm, uh, I don't know, about 90% through my beer here. I'm pretty fucked up. And I'm enjoying this movie and our conversation. And that's the whole point of this show. I think people need to drink to be able to listen and get enjoyment out of this. I'll tell you what, every time that I go back and listen to our episodes, I hate the sound of my voice, so I want to drink every time I do. Wait till you hear my voice play back. It's gonna. Your voice is gonna come across this like smooth velvet. I bet. No, it's gonna sound like some midwestern, southern, northern, some odd accent type thing. Is what I think it's gonna be played back with. Damn. There's a a phrase that doesn't age well. I'm not gonna repeat it on here, but the Gecko Brothers don't give a fuck. Well, I mean, they're kind of murderous psychos, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, they say some things on here that I would never repeat, but it's the Gecko Brothers. What do you expect? I feel like it's kind of overkill for both of them to point their guns at them since, you know, there's nothing really going on. (laughs) They're kind of just sitting on the bed like you told them to. And it kind of cracks me up that George Clooney holds the gun to the side like he's 
in some gang or something, like holding it to the side is maybe more intimidating than just holding it the normal way. Oh, that is more intimidating. That's the kill shot. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the staple of like most movies in the 90s. Have you not seen New Jack City? Or Juice? Man, that guy is, uh, he's off his rocker. He's gross. Yep. <laughs> She's just standing there like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Jesus. That there is an RV. I'm going to walk into work like this tomorrow. That same walk that he had going to the RV. I thought you said you were going to go to work in an RV. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. Times are hard. I'm driving my house these days. I was going to say, I think we just found our studio. Hey, it worked for, <laughs> hey, it worked for Cousin Eddie. It can work for you, Lucas. It also worked That's for Walter White. That's true. Jesse, let's cook. <laughs> he made quite the lucrative career out of that RV. That's what I hear. I never understood why Harvey Keitel like, doesn't have a gun. He's obviously out, outman, but yet he's going to try to make the rules like his kids aren't going. Like, right. It's Harvey Keitel. He's a badass. Not in this movie. He's not. Well, yeah, I was going to say, he kind of lost that argument a little bit. Maybe it's just his swagger. I don't know. I always just see him as the wolf. So. Is it right? Is that the wolf? Is that what he was known as? Yes, uh, Winston Wolf. Winston Wolf, okay. I think Jen says that same thing to our kids when it's time to go somewhere. Ramblers, let's get rambling. I don't <laughs> say that, but I might have to start now. You should. It's a pretty good little saying. I think so. I don't understand why Quentin Tarantino is holding the gun on those teenagers because, like, where are they going to go? They're in an RV moving down the road in the middle of the desert. So what's the point of keeping a gun on them? Well, they could tip that RV table over and take his gun. Oh, oh yeah. I don't really think they would think of that, though. Eh, probably not. It's still scary as fuck, though, if you're, like, being held hostage and someone's pointing a gun at you. Well, for sure. I could only imagine... Harvey Keitel giving uh, George Clooney the how you explain to a young child where, like, grandma went. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma's going off to heaven. 
Where's Grandma at? She's in heaven. She's singing songs with Jesus these days. And, it, and he's so, I guess, official about how he explains what happened to his wife. You know, most people would say a wreck, a car wreck. She got hit, something of that nature. And he says auto wreck. Like, he's just very official about it. She was yeah, driving he- a neon green 1987 Buick LeSabre. <laughs> He is very stoked about it. With automatic windows <laughs> and air conditioning and a tape deck. What kind of Damn. green? A neon green? That, yeah, I don't know. Oh, my. Man, that was a luxury vehicle right. if it had power windows. That's, I mean, you wouldn't miss that coming down the road for sure. I saw a Walmart truck. <laughs> oh, man. It's like Seth Gecko has a uh, traveling talk show. <laughs> yeah, he is just kind of sitting there backwards, just kind of staring at. That would be really uncomfortable. Like even like getting kidnapped is one thing, but then the guy's like sitting backwards on your dash, just staring at you the whole time you're driving. Mm-hmm. And he's got that awesome '90s tribal tattoo on his neck. And by awesome, I mean terrible. If I can be transparent, I actually kind of wanted to get a tattoo similar to that shortly after I seen this movie. Oof, my bad. Don't do it. <laughs> oh, no, I, I've moved on. I've moved on. Okay. If you Good. ever get a tattoo like that, I'm moving out immediately. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah, that's how much I hate those types. No offense to anyone that has them, but just not my jam. Not my jam. We could start a GoFundMe so I could get one just to, to call your bluff. Well, it's not so much that he has a tribal tattoo. It's that he has a tribal tattoo as an entire sleeve. Don't spoil it for the people listening. They haven't gotten that far yet. Well, they're, it's, it's going to be... <laughs> spoiler spoiled. alert, he's got it's, tattoos. <laughs> it's just a tattoo. It's not so much a spoiler as Lewis states. Lewis. Yo, hello, Lewis. Lucas. <laughs> As Lucas stated, <laughs> apparently we have special guest Lewis on here that I that y'all didn't know about. New guy. Yeah, no, but he has an entire tribal tattoo all over his arm, and then it like goes up part way up his chest and his neck, if I'm not mistaken. That ugh. God, Just that him first. staring at her like that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, it's uncomfortable enough, but he's got like a foot fetish. That's even weirder. I think it's because they focus so much on his eyes and just that creepy look he has in his eyes. I think that's what is so unsettling more than anything. Hey, you don't think Tarantino directs his films with that same look, do you? Uh, Maybe that's how he gets the uh, performances he does. Uh, Could be.
Oh, God. Did you happen to catch what he asked? He thought she uh, asked him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's uncomfortable. And the fact that he imagined that it's even worse. Mm-hmm. That dog looks like, God damn it, it's hot out here. I don't give a shit who's smuggling drugs. They should know that uh, these folks are kidnapped just by looking at that guy's terrible tribal tattoo on his neck. Well, they're hiding in the shower, so they won't see it. Oh, okay. And they're not even going to come up there and check? Well, that's why uh, the good minister has to play it cool. True. Just play it cool. Just play it cool. Shut the fuck up, Scott. You're going to get your sister killed. (laughs) Have you forgot about your sister? He's like, no, I just don't give a shit about her. I want to get out of this. Yeah, he was playing that guitar earlier. Like, man, she gets killed. That's another guitar. True. It's more Christmas presents for me. It's just like, oh, mom's dead. I don't fucking care anymore. walking up there like yeah let me go check out this vehicle right here but there's some shit in here all right let's play a game name that actor that guy right there yes sir no idea that's cheech marin oh okay i see now well i couldn't tell like with the sunglasses on you may see him again at some point in this movie I hope so. I like Cheech Marin. I mean... Does he really have to imply that he's been acting like a fucking nut? Because he is a he is a fucking nut. Well, I mean, if you're crazy, you don't know it. I mean, yeah, probably. That's why people are. If you knew you were crazy, you wouldn't act like that. Damn it, Harvey! Shit in the bed on this one. Oof. 
That'll set you up quick. Yeah, I'd say so. Have you noticed that the uh, son has had like a smile on his face this whole time? Like he's fucking stoned the whole time or something? I know he plays guitar, but does he have to be stoned? Well, no, he had a different expression when uh, Harvey Keitel was scolded him right before Border Patrol came up. He had that look that I think every kid has given their parents at some point, like that crying, almost crying, like yeah. look of disbelief. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that Border control, control, I cannot speak tonight. That Border Patrol agent kind of looked like a creep when he was shutting that door like he was just trying to get a last glance at her sitting on the toilet. Oh girl there's some nice right. panties you like, got you there. Could, you could see his eyes staring at her until the very end until he shut that door. Yeah it's a little weird. Yeah. Man with all the creepiness going on we should have picked something else. I am uncomfortable. I mean, it is the Halloween season. Isn't creepiness part of it? It's true. It is spooky season. Where the fuck did that phrase come from? Like, I have not heard anybody refer to Halloween as spooky season until like two years ago. And that's like every basic person I know calls it that. Well, I'm sorry that I'm basic for us, but it is spooky season. Well, I, I think that a lot of it this year, you've heard spooky season referred to so much this year because... 2020 has just been such a fucking dumpster fire and Halloween is awesome anyway. So I think a lot of people are just saying, Hey, it's spooky season because they're just going to try and draw out Halloween as long as they can. I wish they would do that instead of Christmas. I mean, well, I think Christmas is going to be like another, I think it's going to be like holiday season from like November one until, you know, whatever you celebrate during the month of December because not everyone celebrates Christmas. Right. But I feel like it's just going to be like holiday season from November 1 until January 1st because it kind of breaks up the catastrophe rather that 2020 has been. Has been a shit show. Yes. But I tell you one good thing about 2020, Couch Rotator Podcast. Hey, hey. I love the plug. Whoop, whoop. Dude, I'm totally getting the shirts, by the way. I know I've said that before. I'm going to try to get our uh, some of our audience members some shirts, too. Well, that should set you back, what, like 20 bucks? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just going to make them in marker. <laughs> so... I just imagine that if George Clooney hit me, I would also be out for several hours, too. He gave him a pretty stiff elbow. I mean, that was pretty, like, it's almost like this is a very early precursor to MMA. Yeah, true. That's a badass bar. <laughs> it's a twister. <laughs> <laughs> the sign too i'm gonna i'm gonna have to give me one of those but right now it couldn't be up in dust till dawn 
There, that wouldn't that Yeah, wouldn't in the fly. state of Ohio, it no. would be open dusk till 10 p.m. Yes, that's it. <laughs> yeah. So it'd be open for about three hours. I mean, as of right now, that's it. This movie has uh, definitely skewed me on what I think a biker bar in Mexico looks like. It makes me want to go to Mexico, honestly. I don't think they're letting us in right now, though. They're not. I don't believe so. Whoa. Did you just say we're slashing pussy in half? Yeah, they're like, they've got, it's a, it's kind of like Black Friday for that (laughs) bar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bloody pussy. I'll I'll pass. I want to know what Naga Hide pussy is, because I'm not familiar with that at all. Well, I guess I'll put in for some vacation time, well, I guess. You, you need to Google that shit because I've never seen this with subtitles before. So maybe I'm a little af- I'm a little afraid of what I'm going to find when I Google Nagahide pussy. Right, right. I really wish that that ran on like local television, that ad with him doing that exact same bit. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down, get your Nagahide pussy, some yellow pussy, some cold pussy, some bloody pussy. Well, I mean, I mean, you've watched, like, TV, like, when you're getting ready to, like, say you're wa- getting ready to watch, like, a college football game, and, like, the local car dealerships run ads for, like, every time they take a commercial break, there's a car ad. For, like, right. Local de- like, yeah, they just, that's in there instead. I'm down with that. So, I, I, I don't know if this is just an issue with the subtitles, but I Googled just Nagahide, and apparently it's a... Oh shit! Look before you go on. They're what? running a uh, they're running a, a bogo sale. Oh, buy one piece of pussy at regular price, you get another piece for equal or lesser value. Is that what that was? Yeah, it's, it's a penny. Oh, that's a fucking deal yeah. right but there. That is some cheap pussy. But apparently, Nagahide is upholstery that's used in like desk chairs. Uh, it's it's actually a brand. The pioneer and premium brand encoded fabrics industry. So I don't know if that was an issue with the captions or what, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Apparently, we're uh, getting upholstery pussy. Yeah. That was also Cheech Marin to the uh, the pussy barker. Is, is this the only <laughs> other role he plays in this movie? I'm trying to think. Will let oh. let the movie develop. Oh, my bad, my bad. We can't tell people the end. They'll just shut off our episode. I didn't tell anyone the end. I forgot there were so many movies in this movie. Yeah, don't watch this with the kids. Yeah, there's uh, there's there's boobs everywhere. Yeah. I am not mad about it. I had a friend that I used to go to the movies with a lot when we were uh, teenagers, and his criteria for whether a movie was good or not is if it had nudity in it. Who's that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, in the 90s, that's a pretty easy baseline because there was a lot of nudity in, in 90s movies. That's very true. Gee, look how young Danny Trejo looks. Yeah. Wow. You know, to me, he looks the same, but his hair's just shorter. And maybe he doesn't have as many lines in his face. Uh, 
You still think he's hot, though, right? Who, me? Yeah. I mean, Danny Trejo's a ba- badass, but I don't per se think he's hot. I mean, no. I mean, I think George Clooney's hot, but... The voice of reason. <laughs> the reverend. I like how, I like how they're, they're throwing George Clooney out of here, but not the young girl that's standing there. Or the young man. son. <laughs> right. Oh, they can stay. They're fine. You drive an RV. Welcome to the Titty Twister. He's a truck driver. He does have a point. Well, that was a close-up ass shot. That kid's got Jesus. such a boner right now. <laughs> Look at him. That's actually how I'm drinking my whiskey, too, like that guy just did, the singer. You're going to be feeling good at work tomorrow, Lucas. Oh, I'm going to have a hell of a headache, but fuck it. Take you some Advil and drink a couple bottles of water. You'll be all right. See that big old tiger up on the wall? That was pretty cool. Yeah, we actually have that same painting in our living room. (laughs) (laughs) And no, I'm not taking it down yet. (laughs) All right, Carol Baskin. You know that's Tom Savini? I do know that's Tom Savini. Oh my, that's terrifying. Lucas, you you have one of those, don't you? I do. I call it a cock holster. (laughs) This is quite the bar. Some wild shit going on. Well, at least Quentin Tarantino is decent enough to offer a lap dance to that kid. I mean, you know. He's probably tired of getting poked in the leg with his chub. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> so, kid, stop. Oof, man. Are they drinking uh, tequila or whiskey? Whiskey. Tequila. Oh, was it whiskey? I thought it was tequila. Yeah, he tells Danny Trejo he needs a whiskey whiskey bottle and five glasses. Okay. That's my my face all night right now. The the girl's face right there after she drank that. I don't know why you're not mixing that, Lucas. What's that? Oh, your whiskey. Yeah. You're a brave soul. I don't even drink whiskey straight. That's actually usually how I drink it. Ooh, I can't do it. But I end up coughing like, you know, she does. Yeah.
Sir, I don't know what you're trying to accomplish. There is a young lady dancing on your table. You're yeah, never like, going to get those dominoes to stay. The only guy that is pissed off to be there right now. Yeah. Right. That's actually uh, an actor, too. That's uh, Fred the Hammer Williamson. Huh. You're going to have to remind me of what he's been in. Well, first off, he was a former NFL player. Uh, he was a uh, star of a lot of the 70s black exploitation movies. And, oh, yeah. Uh, he was in, uh, have you ever seen original Gangsters? Uh, I'm not Has sure. Has Jim Brown, Pam Greer. Probably not. I don't, I don't think, think I have. Oh. Well, you guys are Russell, when I when I called you a few episodes the human IMDB, I meant that you really are the human IMDB. Well, let me just look up see if there's anything that you guys may recognize him in. He's a certifiable badass. Yeah. Well, some of his movies I can't repeat the names on the air, but it's that bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're not going to repeat that. Just look him up on IMDb. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Now, before we get to the best scene in the entire movie, uh, San Satanico Pandemonium is actually the name of a 1975 horror movie that Quentin Tarantino used to see when he worked at a video store sitting on the shelf all the time. Really? Yes. Jesus. Woo! My God. Some. Oh, my Lord. Is it hot in here or is it just her? I think it's her. Yeah, our microphones are melting a little bit. The crazy thing is she is still extremely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I guess when I was uh, doing some research for this movie, she's uh, petrified of snakes to to where she wasn't going to do this movie if she had to dance with that snake. But then I guess uh, Robert Rodriguez said that Madonna wanted to do this movie and play this part, so she went and seen a therapist to get over her fear of snakes. <laughs> yeah, Madonna would have not been a good fit for this movie at all. No. So she decided to just go with a giant uh, yellow boa and just be all right with it wrapped around her, huh? I guess well, that's yeah. uh, one way of jumping in the fire and getting over your fear. I appreciate her sacrifice. Uh, Jesus, me too. I don't really know what this has to do with this movie, but I'm glad that it's in it. <laughs> you will see, sir. You will see. Yeah, that look on that guy's face, same, dude. I'm with you. And funny that the only time Tarantino doesn't look like a creep. Because yeah, everybody's being a creep. And he's just kind of like, well, that's, that's a nice view. I 
I feel really bad because I don't know what to say right now, but uh, all I can say is, damn. I'm sure Quentin Tarantino is thinking the same thing. <laughs> George Clooney like, hey, can I get a foot shot? Look, beyond her just being extremely hot in this and doing all that, her licking her foot is kind of impressive. That's hard to do. Yeah, if I tried that, I would have thrown out a hip already. <laughs> I'm going to need a few days on the IR because I am out. Amen to that, Russell. I always found it interesting that she came out barefoot. I don't, I can't say I've ever seen a stripper at a movie walk out barefoot. Normally they have on super high heels or boots or something like that. Hey, Jen, can I be honest with you? I don't know if I've ever looked at a stripper's foot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Why would now, you? <laughs> uh, I've never been to a strip club, but you on the movies... You've never no. been to a strip club? I haven't. It's oh shit! I want to say that Russ and I have been to some in our day, and I want to say that we have. They wear shoes, right? Oh yeah, like at least sandals. But I think they're normally like no, they wear like heels and stuff. I've never seen them wear like the Nike slide-ons or anything. They're like those like obnoxiously high heels too, right? Like ten inches. Like I'd take one step and fall flat on my face. Type heels. Yeah. Okay. Oof. I could actually see Danny Trejo stabbing somebody in the hand like that. Oh, we're God. Back. We're back to the be cool again. I mean, I think they're being cool. Well, he thought it was funny until you shot him with a bunch of fucking bullets. I wonder if anyone's actually like tried to leave yet. I don't know. Everybody just kind of seems infatuated with the fact that 
somebody's going crazy and shooting in the bar and somebody's hand got stabbed. And now we know why this is, uh, we picked this as our Halloween movie. Oh, okay. Somehow she's still hot. And they didn't really, like, if I remember correctly, they didn't give a lot of this away in the movie, like the trailers, that this was a vampire movie. So, like, you're watching this, you're kind of thinking this is, like, just some, like, violent, like, bank robber trying to get across the border movie. Like, we're, like, we're, cops chasing after him, and then it just does that quick twist. Well, I gotta be honest, I didn't know why this was, like, a Halloween movie for us either, but I get it now. They stepped into the wrong bar. The Titty Twisters is, uh... <laughs> yeah, see, now you know why they showed that earlier. It come in, it come in handy. That's fucking hilarious. I like how the one chick is just still dancing. She's like, whatever. Uh, this is like my first day. Am I supposed to be a vampire yet? <laughs> when am I supposed to turn? I just don't know. Uh, like, they didn't go over this in the training uh, pamphlets. <laughs> I like how there's just some random head bouncing across the floor. That's pretty great. I never understood, like, the, uh, the band playing, like, human guitars. Did they did they do that prior to revealing that they were all vampires or no? I don't think they did. No, right? they're just playing. Uh, no, I don't okay, think so. That's what I thought. I'm like, did they were they doing that? Maybe they just didn't show that prior to re- revealing themselves as vampires or what? Yeah, there, Scott. Well, he tried to defend his sister. That was amazing. That's the most amazing way I've ever seen a vampire die in a movie. His fucking eyes just exploded all over. Man, this dude is taking out everybody. He's <laughs> a badass. Yeah, he is. So is my is my uh is my guitar man's is he alive or is he dead? I don't you know, know what kind of tunes he's playing. It sa- it sounds like it's in tune. I mean, <laughs> I actually believe Danny Trejo could rip somebody's arm off. Is it just me, or did he gain some muscles just when he revealed his true vampire self? No, he's jacked like that. He just oh. kind of... He looks like more jacked, like in the neck area. I think he just did some, like, uh, what's that, those tension bands? I think when they were fighting, he's just like, I gotta, I gotta fucking look the part. So he's just over there doing, like, a couple quick, like, 
curls with tension bands to get uh, himself like all jacked up. Well, I mean, when he revealed himself as a vampire, he kind of looked like Brock Lesnar in the neck area. Oh, he wasn't that big. Well, not quite that big, but I mean, he had that, you know, that bulkiness going on. I would be her footstool. I'm cool with that. My girlfriend's going to fucking kill me after she listens to this episode. (laughs) Just blame it on the booze. better like after this episode's over you better go say you know i would be your footstool and maybe if Uh, maybe if you tell her that in person and then she hears the episode then maybe she'll be okay with it if she doesn't know that by now if she doesn't know that i'd be her footstool by now then she uh she'll never know (laughs) gotcha You know, with the way he was taking people out in this movie, he's like a badass. He just plum ripped that heart out of his damn chest. Well, you don't have a nickname like the Hammer, and like you know, not be able to like defend yourself like that. Well, that's a true story. I like how he just looks at the heart, like, looky what I got. You got to be quicker than that. If I were like in this bar, like I would seriously pair up with those two right now. Like up uh, I'm with these guys. I mean you got t- uh Tom Savini and his dick gun, you got the badass preacher. Whoa. You got the hammer. Who's the old vampire over there? <laughs> Which one? One on the far left oh over there. Oh my! She needs a uh, she needs to pull them titties up. <laughs> she doesn't get paid enough to be in this movie. <laughs> Russ, I hope you got that reference. I did. What did you say, Lucas? <laughs> she doesn't get paid enough to be in this movie. It's a for- it's a former coworker. Oh 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 oh. Okay. All right. I gotta be honest with you. This I'm I'm enjoying the shit out of this movie, but it got super weird. Well, yeah, I mean, it takes like a, a just does that drastic turn, like right when she sees the blood in his hand. Right. That's actually one of the things that I like about it. It's kind of like, oh, this is gonna be like an action crime movie, and then you see the vampires. <laughs> You're like, well, I mean, this not is like. So much. This is 90s as fuck right now. Oh, yeah. Easily. That guy's name is Sex Machine? Mm-hmm. That's fucking sweet. 
Isn't that what they used to call you in high school? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was your name, Russ. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought that was still his current nickname. Quentin Tarantino's looking like the black doll you laying there with that blood. Thank you for not answering that, by the way. What? Lucas's question. What? <laughs> what did he say? I didn't hear you. What'd you say, Lucas? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no. Well, it... It's not important. Oh, okay. Oh. It's a very emotional moment. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino is revealing like his inner self. Like he already looked like that before he even became a vampire on the inside anyway. Oh, creep. I don't mean to be a dick, but he kind of looks like the lead singer of Typo Negative right there. <laughs> For the longest time, I thought my next, uh, my friend in high school, his, uh, Next door neighbor looked exactly like Tom Savini to the point where I actually was going to go to his house and see if it was him. <laughs> Isn't Tom Savini from Ohio? Uh, I don't know. Uh, do you know who Tom Savini is by uh, chance, Lucas? Famous effects. Uh, the, I, the name sounds familiar, but I can't picture the face. I'm like 99% sure he's from Ohio. I could be completely wrong on that, but... Well, let's look it up. Are you going to the Google machine? He is from Pittsburgh. Oh, Close, but not. He did like a bunch of effects for the George Romero zombie movies. Um, He actually designed uh, Corey Taylor's current mask in Slipknot, which essentially looks like a fucking empty milk carton or milk (laughs) duck. And he also did uh, Bray Wyatt's mask, The Fiend. He did that one too. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. And uh, he also, uh, she just watched this a uh, couple of nights ago. He actually directed the uh, Night of the Living Dead remake. The one from 89 with uh, oh, Tony Todd. Oh, I remember seeing that on the opening credits the other night. Fun fact in the shit out of this movie right now. Mm-hmm. Russ, you are bringing the heat with the facts, man. Uh, the heat's already been uh, brought about 15 minutes ago when uh, Salma Hayek showed up on the screen. That's like, that's bringing, that's a hundred as those uh, emojis are. Like when somebody says, yeah, that, 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 that's when you sit there and you, you're fanning yourself and you're like, Lord, Lord, it's hot in here. Yeah, that, that's a hundred. I'm just at like maybe 45. <laughs> I like how he's just—he's like, you know what? Fuck it. It's—it's it's been a wild night. I'm just—just just gonna go ahead and drink. You know, I would probably do the same thing. Yeah, I am doing the same thing. I get it. And you're not even being invaded by uh, vampires. You're just doing a podcast. It's true. Well, I don't know that I'm not being invaded by vampires. I haven't looked out my window, but I hope not. 
or at least you don't have an FBI van sitting across the street from your house. <laughs> I mean, this this vampire is determined. No legs. He's, He's really hungry. Yeah, for sure. I figured old uh, sex machine was going to whip out the dick pistol again and shoot him with that. I think he only uses that when, like, when he really needs to use it. Mm. It's a good weapon. It's very unexpected. That dude done shot me in the chest with his dick. <laughs> well, he is sex machine, so I'm sure that's not the first time that's happened. I mean, the hammer, he's not worried about any vampires. He's just going to smoke another cigar. Man, he's taking off his jacket. He's like, I got more shit to handle. And meanwhile, Juliette Lewis can't even stake a vampire. Don't wake him up. He's sleeping. Yeah. Come on, do it. Now she's trying to figure out where the heart's at. Yep. Is it here? Is it here? Is it here? What if that guy's playing dead? Like, I just don't want anybody to fuck with me, so I'm just going to sit here and play dead. And she just kills an innocent man. Right. It's like, I just wish she would leave. I'm dead. No, he's, he's a vampire. <laughs> you can tell by the eyes. Once she sees those <laughs> eyes, though, it's like she doesn't even hold back. It's all fair game at that point. Zang. Oh, no, not a sex machine. He got bit. No. He's going to hide it, though. He's like, mm mm. Dude, I really think that uh, if they let us dress up for Halloween at work, he should be sex machine for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> he could totally pull that off, too. Go into the office and ask our <laughs> boss, like, hey, can I wear the dick pistol? <laughs> <laughs> don't ask. Don't ask. Just do it. You should grow out that like goatee and mustache. You could do that really easily. That's true. I could. Yeah. No shit. There's a bunch of fucking vampires out there. Everybody knows that. You could totally turn this movie into a, a drinking game for every time that Seth Greco is that my saying his last name correctly? Seth Gecko, like Gecko. The, oh like my bad, lizard. Gecko, like the lizard, lizard. You, you no, could, just Seth Gecko or Seth lizard, Gecko, like That's the lizard. True. Seth Gecko. You could totally turn it into a drinking game. Like every time he says "fucking," I feel like thirty minutes into this movie, you would be drunk. Well, fun fact for you: I drink every time he said "fucking," and I am uh, drunk. <laughs> I already started it. That's, that's, <laughs> that's good stuff, I, Lucas. Good stuff. Listen, I encourage all of our listeners to do that drinking game. As long as you are over 21, of course. Yes, drink responsibly. No drinking and driving. 
He said a time life book. <laughs> <laughs> like a time life book is going to talk about vampires. <laughs> I think that's like one installment. Like you can get Time Life. It's like if you buy the Civil War set or the World War II set, you get the Vampire set for free. Do they still make Time Life books? I haven't seen a Time Life commercial in years. I was I gonna doubt say, it. I haven't either. I used to see those commercials all the time. I think the last Time Life book that was ever written was how the internet <laughs> fucked our business up. Oh, shit. Didn't see that coming. Hell no. He had the power of the Lord behind that one. Yep. He's taking all this shit, like him uh, pointing a gun at him and all that stuff. As soon as you question his faith, he's going to punch you right in the face. You can point a gun at my son, but don't you question my faith, you <laughs> son of a bitch. That's a very good point. Like, all this shit that he's gone through, and then, like, it's just talking about like him not believing in uh, God anymore. Right. And I heard what your brother asked my daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know that this movie actually, uh, they had two sequels and they had a television show too? From this? Yeah. Really? What were they? Um... Let's see, it was uh, From Dusk Till Dawn to, I think it was The Hangman's Daughter, and then there was Texas Blood Money was the other one. Hmm. I've only seen this one. Have you seen two and three? I have seen two and three. Two has Robert Patrick from Terminator 2, and it is fucking bad. Is three just as bad also? Yeah. Uh, three okay. is actually, I believe, a prequel to this one, like okay. takes place in like, the Wild West. I want to say that I seen the TV show. I want to say that maybe there was only one season. Mm-hmm. And it was like each episode, because I think I watched maybe half of the season. And I think that each episode was like the first 15 minutes of the, like the first episode was 15 minutes of this movie. The second episode was the next 15 minutes, etc. At least that's what it seemed like. And that's, I think why I didn't like the epi- the season itself because it just seemed like it was a long drawn out movie which I've already seen which is what we're watching right now. So I just looked it up. Um, from Dust Till Dawn was followed by two direct to video prequels. From Dust Till Dawn two Texas Blood Money, and from Dust Till Dawn three The Hangman's Daughter. God damn it. Danny Trejo is the only actor to appear in all three. Why wouldn't he be? It's like, fuck it, sure, I'll do it. (laughs) I got nothing better to do. Apparently, he's like a fucking brand now. He's got like restaurants and cookbooks, I think, and stuff. Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo does? Yeah. Interesting. Where's his closest restaurant? I want to go to one of his restaurants. Well, There's no vampires there, right? There's no. vampires, I'm out. Not as far as we know. 
kill them all. I don't have vampires in the 2020 bingo card, but hey, you never know. Well, it is spooky season. That's true. I, you know, I always try to take a spooky dookie. <laughs> in the shape of a ghost, right? Yep, absolutely. <laughs> Just a different collar. <laughs> uh, it's called his restaurants are called Treos Tacos, and they're Ooh. in the L.A. area. Oh man! Well, it's an awful long way away. Yeah, with COVID and unfortunately all the wildfires that they're having out there, I don't think that we're gonna make it out there anytime soon. Road trip, maybe next year. Everybody's, I like how uh, Julia Lewis' character is looking at him like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Fucking sex machine, damn it. Come on, sex machine. Oh no, he bought he bit the dad. Shit. <laughs> well you tried, bud. <laughs> He's kicking everybody's ass. Scott has brought nothing to the fucking table on this. Nothing. And look at that stance, like I think this is one of the matchups that like you're looking forward to the whole movie. It's like, are Sex Machine and Frost gonna fight it out? So in the military, did they teach him that karate stance? I hope they taught him how to run away from fucking bats. Oh, he's leading the bats now. He turned awful quick though, too. Yeah, he did. He turned way faster than Sex Machine. I know it took Sex Machine like twenty minutes, and like three minutes later, like Frost is a vampire. With apparently fucking he can control bats too. Bite those motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, George Clooney did play Batman. Maybe this is like the maybe this is why Batman was so terrified of bats. This must have been why he got that role was he was You know what? Let's cast that guy as Batman. <laughs> Good around bats, you know. Good at fighting off villains. That's one up. That's one movie I can assure you that we will never watch on here is Batman and Robin. Cause that movie's fucking horrible. <laughs> Russ, I believe that's the only movie you've ever walked out of the movie yeah, theater, isn't it? I walked out of it. I said, "Fuck it, I'm done." Sat out in the lobby for my friend to finish it up. <laughs> oh boy there's a few vampires right there they got nothing on that shotgun cross though it's true 
I love how he rigged it up to where he can like pump the the you know like cock the gun, but yet he can still maintain the cross. And they can't touch it. See, he still hasn't turned yet. That's still, like, to me, like, is there some kind of, like, do certain bites, like, cause, like, a quicker reaction to this? Or is it just, we can't we can't have him turn just yet. Yeah, it's like, well, I think, uh, uh, what was the character's name? Uh, he turned, Frost was his Frost, right? Yeah. He turned super fast because maybe he was just tired. He had been kicking the shit out of vampires all night, so he was just tired. He was ready to turn. sunglasses that they just have like a drawer of sunglasses or what the hell was that gun no that was a gun that was definitely uh just the sunglasses that's super soaker yeah i was gonna say it looks like an is it a nerf gun that was a super soaker oh okay welcome to 1996 those things man i miss those things man those were awesome yeah they were look at that that thing has four fucking barrels too hell yeah Oh, shit. Condom bombs. <laughs> hey, you know, whatever works. Gotta kill some vampires, just kill up some, uh, or fill up some condoms with holy water, I guess. Dude, that was the coolest fucking, uh, like, vampire shank I've ever seen in my life. Who, Clooney's? Yeah. I like the, um, I don't know what it is, but the thing that they put a, the steak on and it goes back and forth. What is that? That right there, the Clooney's got. Yeah, the the stake and it goes back and forth. What is that that he has that stake attached to? It looks like it's a drill or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a jackhammer. Yeah. I'm gonna. I don't know if this is actually what it's called, guys, but I'm gonna dub that thing the motherfucker. <laughs> you talking about the uh, the stake? Yeah. Yeah. The stake machine, whatever. Or we'll call it the quicker fucker upper. <laughs> God, that was so corny. <laughs> Dad joke. Yep. I'm here all day. Or at least for the rest of this movie. Dad joke alert. <laughs> <laughs> How you feeling over there, Lucas? Is that a Jim Beam treating you well? Oh yeah. I'm uh, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm oh. enjoying this. I'm enjoying the shit out of this movie. He's going to get up and he's going to fall into like the nightstand or something. 
<laughs> yeah, standing up is not a good idea right now. But you know what? You know what is a good idea? Subscribing to our podcast and giving us five stars on iTunes. You are a fucking awesome hype, man. Just I'm just telling you right now. I like, I like how George Clooney has been just like a total prick this whole time and a psycho, and then he's watching this family like, man, this shit is fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm glad I didn't have kids. Right. <laughs> Harvey Keitel, if he's seen his son in action throughout all this, he knows Scott's not going to fucking kill him. That's, that's why he doesn't believe him. That's why you had to ask him again. Back! Back, you motherfuckers! Back! <laughs> he makes a cross out of guns. That's pretty badass. Yeah, we already talked about that Yeah, while you were uh, away for a moment. But yeah, like it's like connected. It's like the cross... Mm. What do we call it? The cross gun? Yeah. I, okay, so here's the question. What the fuck does he have in that super soaker? <laughs> That's going to combat it's vampires. Whole, uh, Jacob, Harvey Keitel's character, blessed uh, water. So it's holy water now. That's what the oh, condom, okay. That's what the condoms have in them. Oh, okay. I get it. Yeah, he got his faith back, so he was able to bless the water and turn it into holy water. Imagine being a badass vampire and you get hit in the head with a condom and die. It's like, ah, oh, well, I got my SAG check, so I'll do whatever. Dude, this fucking reminds me so much of like a Grindhouse movie. This is great. Oh, yeah, this is totally the vibe of a Grindhouse movie or like the real shitty like 80s horror movies. Yeah. Oh, man. I want a super soaker, and I want to bless it with holy water now. You expect to fight off vampires soon? You never know. 2020 has been a wild year. Is that old sex machine? Mm-hmm. Well, it's like I said, I, I didn't have vampires on my 2020 bingo card, but hey, you never know. Oh, damn, he just lopped his head off. Oh, shit. I guess it's just like a zombie. You got to get him through the head. Man, she is going from a timid young lady to just a murderous vixen. The sun's still a wimp, though. Did it just turn into a vampire rat? It did. Yep. Man, this movie's fucking wild. Rush, you didn't tell me it was going to be this wild. Hey, I know how to pick them. It has everything in it. If my friend says it's a good movie because it's got nudity in it, you knew it was going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> You leave my kidnapper alone, you motherfucker. 
Julia. Damn, she got Go she ahead. got the like fucking explosive arrows now. I don't know. She's apparently fucking Hawkeye now. Like she's just become a member of the Avengers at some point. Oh no, that's just that's just awesome. He just put the he's cocking the gun with him. This is fucking great. It cracks me up though when they die and their blood is green. It's almost like Slimer from the Ghostbusters. <laughs> well, there's actually a reason why they uh, they did that. Um, this movie uh, got an NC-17 rating originally. At least I think that's what I read. It was originally rated NC-17, but they had to change the blood of the vampires from red to green to get it a rated R. Hmm. That's kind of a weird way. Like that's kind of a weird thing to do, you know. Hey, uh, your movie's too violent. We gotta, we gotta tone down the blood a little bit. That's kind of what I thought. What does it matter if it's red or green? I mean, it's evident that it's still blood. Who cares what color it is? You're still lopping off people's heads and playing a guitar with somebody's torso, and I mean, yeah. But if there's if there's blood, you know, right. It has to be green. It can't be red or it's NC-17 for you. I I just want to know who makes those rules. Just curious. Um, I don't know how true this is, but uh, George Clooney won the Fangoria Chainsaw Award for Best Actor for this movie. Really? I'll be damned. Yeah. Did not know that. And the uh, MTV Movie Award for Best Breakthrough Performance. So, hmm. Did you say this was his first starring role, Russ? He had been in movies before, but this is the first movie that he was the headlining, like the oh, main I star. See. Gotcha. Okay. Come on, just kill him. Your brother's being munched on. It's time to just let him go. So did this do well in theaters? Out of curiosity, yeah. Um, in the tale of the, the tape, I it did uh, about sixty million dollars on a nineteen million dollar budget, which is did pretty you say good. That? Did you say sixty million? About it's fifty nine, but about sixty I mean, million. Did you say that? And I just totally missed that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Uh, before each episode, My Lucas bad. and I give a, a tale of the tape, which we oh, give. Okay. It's like when you open up a pack of baseball cards and you look at the back. It's like the statistics for the movie. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. It's our thing. Well, I tell you what, they've been fighting for a long-ass time. These beams really remind me of that scene in Entrapment when Catherine Zeta-Jones Zeta is trying to navigate uh, through those alarms. Uh, <laughs> she crawls under the strings to practice. None of them are wearing extremely tight yoga pants, though. No. No, those, those uh, guys there definitely are not as attractive. That is very true. Oh, yeah, you guys are real badasses now. They can't walk into the sunlight. Bunch of shit talkers. Well, there's Cheech again. Okay. Yep, third time. I forgot he was in this one more time. Huh. 
<laughs> it's a mirror ball. <laughs> Happy Halloween, you guys. This is amazing. Happy Halloween. A.K.A. Spooky Season. That's right. I'm sure you all take your spooky dookies in the morning. Hell yeah. What'd you punch my man's for? Well, he pretty much tells him like why he punched him. It's like he had to meet up at a vampire bar. <laughs> Well, I, you know, I don't know, George. I've, I've never seen psychos get uh, sunlight put on them, so I don't know if they blow up or not. You've dated a psycho or two, haven't you? <laughs> Maybe they had some kind of special power where they could walk amongst the sunlight. Yeah, it's called sunscreen, SPF 30. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they worked at the uh, titty twister at night. <laughs> Well, let's not find out. Man, I want to go to the Titty Twister. I don't want to go to the Titty Twister. No, it's sans, fucking vampire bar. vampires, like, I want to go to the Titty Twister. Let's open one well, up. Hell yeah. As, as long as nobody's bleeding in there, then we're good. Yeah, just make sure that we have plenty of first aid kits available. Right. Russ, I'm starting to notice a uh, pattern here with the movies that we watch. Everybody uh, needs a cold beer at the end of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, except with this one, Cheech Marin has domestic and Mexican beer. And That's it's correct. what, like 7 in the morning or whatever time it is, and he just has like a whole variety. He's just all prepared. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. That's true. Well, I mean, everybody did just die in that bar and turn into vampires, though. It would probably require a drink for me, right. too. But it's just like Cheech Marin somehow subconsciously knew that they would need a beer. That's true. He brought them along. Yeah. I'm just amazed by how much they fucking drank, how like precise they were in their fighting. Like They fought like they hadn't touched a drink in years. Not like they just downed like, a bottle of whiskey like, right before that shit right. went down. Right. Ooh, girl, you nasty. Oh, yeah, look at that. That is 90s puked all over his arm and neck. I told you. That is a terrible tattoo. Absolutely it is. 
Do you think uh, they hook up in this movie? I always wondered that. Well, I guess he's leaving her, so they don't, but... If she would have gotten in that car, do you think they would have hooked up? Hell yeah. Like, maybe gotten, like, maybe married or something, or just, like, they went their separate ways. But we don't well, even know that they don't hook up after the movie, because he told her where he was going. He said he was going to El Rey. Right, and, uh... Well, she was like, you want some company. I figured that's what that meant. Right, 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 right. I mean, what's she got to do? Her whole family's dead. Now she's got some money. She's got the RV. Yeah, I like how he told her to go home. Like, well, where the fuck is home, for (laughs) one? Right, right. She's in her home now, so she went home, I guess. Oh, okay, so it's on, like, some... uh, Maya or Inca, like, burial ground. Right. Yeah. So, Lucas, what did you think of your introduction to From Dusk Till Dawn? I thoroughly enjoyed that. And you know what? I enjoyed the conversation with you guys talking through it. That was a lot of fun. That was a, It was a good, a good time. I mean, I don't think we really watched much of the movie, but... I did. I was watching it and talking to you guys and... Drinking a lot of whiskey. Did Did you finish the bottle? No, I got about. Uh, I did about a third of it. You drank a third of it, or you have a third of it left? Both. Oh, okay. <laughs> gotcha. Well, I think you'll sleep good tonight, then, right? I sh- I sure hope so. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, that was uh, the Couch Potato Podcast Halloween special. Uh, thanks to Jen for joining us and I hope, uh, yep. you had some fun doing this. I did. Movie. I had a lot of fun. Thank you both for having me on. I really appreciate it. Uh, so yes, p- please come back. We, uh, sure. we really enjoyed having you on here. Yeah. Lucas sure. is going to get you a t-shirt. Ooh, thank you. I am going to get you a appreciate t-shirt. Awesome. Actually, we, you will be, you're technically the second guest we've had, but you'll be the first one to get released. Oh, oh! Don't okay. ruin the surprise. Gotcha. I'm not going to ruin the surprise. I get it though because it's the Halloween episode. Yeah, the very special Halloween, last minute Halloween special. Got it. Okay. Good deal. All right. Well, Lucas, you have anything to add before we wrap this up? Uh, I don't. But uh, thank you, Selma Hayek, for being in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I I will agree with that. But, um, well, uh, until next time, uh, I'm Russ, and with me always is Lucas, and we'll uh, catch you guys later. Bye, everybody. Bye.